Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the next episode of the Startup Insight podcast with Olua Mayawa. Um, again, this podcast is a time out to have a chat with people who work in startups or people who have worked in startups and then get their insights and thoughts about how to build a great business. Um, today, I'm super excited to have um, Zeno. Um, Zeno is someone that is so special to me. <laughs> and um, I know she's, she, she has a very crazy schedule, but she has made her time for us to have this conversation. Um, so why, why I say it's a really interesting to, it's really interesting to have her on the show is because she has worked both in startups, about two startups there about, and then also work, currently working in a corporate. So um, I, I know she has a lot of unique insight that she will bring into the conversation about marketing and, and, and acquisitions in startups. So um, I will just leave her to introduce herself and then we can get right to the discussion. I'm really excited already. Hello, Zeno. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And please tell us about you. <laughs> um, hi, Mayowa. Thank you um, for having me. Honestly, I haven't done any podcast Yay. before. I need to have a bell. I just ring the bell. <laughs> yeah, like I've had other like sessions where I talk to people where we have like normal conversations, but that uh, we haven't done any. I haven't done podcast. So, well, I hope this goes well. Uh, my name is Zeno. Um, I'm an experienced digital marketer. I'm passionate about growing um, businesses through performance. And, um, I have about. I would say I have been doing this for about 10 years now, wow. if not more, actually, maybe more, just a, a little bit more. Um, and then I have experience, um, four of which have been in Canada. So, um, and the other part of it was in six years or seven years before then was in Nigeria, where I worked in mostly larger companies. But just before I left Nigeria, I had the opportunity to work at Alat, which is the first fully digital bank in Nigeria, which actually felt it was, it, the, the whole concept of it or the whole idea of it was that it was supposed to run as a, as a startup mm. uh, as a startup so I would say that that was the first time I started getting and um, you know learning more about this whole startup life the Google life you know coming to work in jeans on top <laughs> fighting for revenue you know stuff like that however I cannot promise you that I, I can't exactly say I was doing I was doing doing it the right way at that point. Mm. until I moved to Canada and I saw what real marketing in startups is supposed mm. to be about. How accountable it is. Mm. Um, yeah, anyways, I've done... So in Canada, I have worked in three different startups and then moved over to... Now I work in a bank. <laughs> um, also, do, still doing digital marketing. Right. It has been... The, the last four years has been like a lot of learning for me. For me. I think in my in my first real startup here in Canada, I actually got fired after a couple of months. <laughs> we need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we can talk about that. Um, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Wow! Thank you so much for the intro. Um, uh, so my first question would be. Um, how did you even get into marketing in the first place, digital marketing? Yeah, how did I get into digital marketing in the first place? Um, I would say that 
I'm sorry, there's something I missed out from my introduction. Is this okay to still say? Sure, still, to still get up? definitely. Oh, no, no, there's no need. Let's, when we talk about the firing story, it will come up automatically. Okay. Anyways, that's fine. Okay, great. So, how did I start? How did I get into digital marketing? Um, you know you know what's funny? I went to school. I, just, I actually studied accounting in university in my first degree. I studied accounting. Um, but then <laughs> by my third year, I already knew that I wasn't going to do um accounting because i'm like this is accounting is too it's too one it's too one and zero it's too binary it's mm. too yes or that debit or credit no like so much opportunity for creativity i guess that maybe the only opportunity for creativity will be when you want to steal money or something but <laughs> there's no like opportunity for creativity so at that point i was young i was really young i was into university at 15 or so or 16 so um uh, I just knew I was I, I even at that age I knew that this was not for me so immediately after university I, I had to graduate with I graduated from my accounting I couldn't switch um I made it after university I my, luckily I have an auntie who is a HR person till till date she's a top HR person in Nigeria so she made me do we had like some conversation trying to figure out where I would fit in and then she made me do some um you know those career tests? I forgot yeah. what it's called now. But like those career tests to figure out where your where your skills lie and where you will succeed. Oh, and then yeah. we we the the HR marketing, a couple of you know soft creative creative um, roles like that came up. But since she was like the MD of a of a top HR recruiting company, she she um she told me to apply to work in her company and I applied and I you know passed the stages and everything. So I got into working at her company. I don't want to start mentioning names now. I, I started working into that company. Um so in that company I was resp- I was um you know it was my first job right out of school. I was supposed to be responsible for recruiting. Like one of the things my major job was to mostly source for resumes for the different um, roles that our partners are bringing. Um, the HR company was really big, so they were recruiting for top god, uh, top dogs like Guinness, Airtel, mm. like the think of all the big, big, Niger- big Nigerian companies, they were always recruiting for those companies. So um, every time a JD, will, a job description will come in and say that we have to find people for this show, I would like, you know, go through it. And uh, what I realized is that I became, I was, whenever there was a marketing role, I was more interested in that. Mm. I was more curious about the marketing roles and from like Guinness, the trade marketing roles or the brand manager roles, you know, it, they all just sounded exciting. How that like, we want to, you, the JD will be something like you are going to launch the so-so-and-so brand. Oh, right. Right. You ensure that it's distributed. You come up with the techniques for what you want. Like it just sounded so like really exciting. where I want to be. <laughs> yeah, so exciting. Anyway, so um, I did that for two years. But the reason that, that ended two years because after the first year, my dad, who is also very, um, it's good to have plenty of knowledge with people around you. My daddy, who is also very big on book and knowledge, right? He's sixty-five. He's still doing his PhD right now. Wow. Is it's very so he called me and he's like, okay, have you figured it out? If you've not figured, if HR is still not your thing, do you want to try and go and do an MBA? And with MBA, you get an idea of all the areas of the business of business management, and you know where you like actually really fit in. And then, given that I already had an eye on marketing, I, I I was going to be looking out for marketing. Anyways, I applied to LBS, got into LBS. 
and then um, for my MBA and I stopped work. So I went off work to do two years and that two years was supposed to be soul searching for me, figuring out like, where do you really want to be? Mm-hmm. So when we, when we started doing marketing courses in LBS, I, I just knew that this is it, this is it for me. This is it for me, this is it for me. Now at this point, I did not know necessarily that I was going to be digital marketing. I'm not even sure we had really started talking about digital marketing in Nigeria at that point. But True. luckily for me, um, anyway, so, after one year, LBS will give you the opportunity to go and intern. You know, they have connections with all the large companies, so they will like put you for three months in any of them. Mm-hmm. It depends on which one you get. So I was, I told them I was interested in marketing. So it was, it was only the marketing roles that they were um, pushing me for. Luckily, I was able to go. To, Unilever had a role for an intern for three months, and they were just starting up their Twitter page, and they wanted some digital creativity around that. And then that was how. I got into, and then, so that was the project I worked on. And that was the first time a huge, just like a huge digital marketing project just fell on my leg, back, just like that. So, um, and then that's how I started saying, I got, that's how I started, got familiar with digital marketing and said, you know what, I am going to do digital marketing. Anyways, after LBS, after the, after the internship, I went back for like one year. Then after LBS, I started looking for digital marketing roles. Um, I go into DDB. They said that DDB is an, is an agency. They yeah. had mentioned. Um, um, so in that DDB role, I was doing both. I could start. I could do a bit of digital marketing, and then but mostly non-digital marketing. I wasn't satisfied. I kept on looking. Luckily, one one thing through networking, one thing to another. There was a digital marketing role, fully digital marketing role. It was going to be first digital marketing role in Airtel. It was available, and I got it. And then that's how, from there, that's how we went. That's how digital marketing became my 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 yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. That's 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 such a story. Um, it's very unconventional, really, because most people just say, "Oh, I learned on my own, got into digital marketing, and and that was it." So um, that that's that's really great. So yeah, let's let's just really talk about what is what it is like okay so first i think we need to talk about the <laughs> getting fired but <laughs> <laughs> now i'm going to i'm going to be um at the time i left nigeria um it's not even so far it was just 2018 early 2018 i think january 2018 to be sincere i was already working in a lot and then we already had startup vibes and like and doing some at least some disturb some acquisition however I, I thought that with that knowledge, that was all I needed. By the time I landed Canada, I say, hey, on another level, this digital marketing in Canada, digital marketing in Canada, especially as it relates for startups, is on another level. Anyways, so um, it was my first startup role gig here. Um, I knew as I I went into the job thinking that it was the same thing that we were doing in Nigeria. To be sincere, I've spoken to other people who said that they had a different experience, but most people had the same experience with me at that point in Nigeria where we, you will run you your agency will be running ads for you or you'll be running ads for yourself but the only thing you're tracking is the number of impressions or like so not just vanity metrics yes there's nothing nothing performance related 
nothing um and it, it not there was just nothing like optimizations nothing like experimentation mm. nothing like it was True. nothing data driven at all it would just be that we'd be launched a new campaign promote the campaign on facebook on google but no conversation around what stage of the funnel are we i didn't even understand funnel marketing then i didn't even understand what funnels were i just felt like you just go just go and launch an ad bam and then something yeah I, you know you know like i just i honestly did not know what i was going in for Mm. Now you were talking about startups. This is the first thing I'm going to talk about: difference between startups and large corporates. Mm. Apparently, yeah. when you go into startups, as especially when you're like, like 20 or like 30, and you go in as a first person in that skill, in that line of, in that um, in that department, okay. they actually depend on you to lead. Especially in, I don't, I don't know, if, I, I, I've had in Nigeria, especially in Canada, right? I don't know what it is in Nigeria, but. Okay. They are, a, a startups employ you for your expertise. They don't expect exp, exp, they don't em, em, employ you for you to go there and start asking questions or start learning or start to figure out, you know, start asking what is branding or whatever. Yeah. They actually de- they employ you to depend on you. True. As for your marketing expertise, for your acquisition expertise, your optimization expertise. What do you know about funnel strategies? They expect you to they, like that's how they depend on you. So um, I went in with my old mentality, um, you know, going in, I'm just going to go and run ads. As the, when I run an ad, my boss is asking me, I'm there, my boss is asking me, why did you pick this ad over this one? Why did you use this image over this wow. one? Why did you use this copy over that copy? Why are we on Facebook and not on Google? Why did you use this Google? Why did you use this ad group instead of that ad group? Do you understand? Like, mm. why did you structure your account differently? Yeah, like, there's a reason. There's like strategic. strategy. Yeah. Yes. There's strategic reasoning behind everything. And I'm not going to lie that I did not know that. I did not. It, I, it was when I got there that I started to see that, oh my God, you know, you have to go and understand why. Um, that's a, a difference between us growing up. Uh, I think Gen, Gen Z is different. Gen Z is not like that. But we, Gen Y, I grew up like that. I almost couldn't question anything because I mean, your parents would kill you if you Google's question. In, in, if you are working in Nigeria, if you, ask, if you have suggestions, suggest to your boss. Your boss does not like it. And you say it again, they might even fire you, you know? It's like, you almost don't have an opinion. But here, it's like, there is a reason. Why are you doing it? Uh, it, was, it, it, was, it was here that I realized, it's not every, not every campaign you want to run that you don't have to spend money, you know? Not every not every campaign has to be on Facebook. Not every has to be Google. You need to figure out the one that works. You know, like it just depends on what you want to achieve. Anyways, so that was the first thing that I learned. They actually depend on you. But me, I went in and obviously from the first or second month, if I, I think the first two months was just a fluke. We were, uh, we were, we were bringing in leads, we were coming in. I was like, ah, even me, I knew. I was like, I want you to have come leads. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, my boss will say, oh, wow. Magical success. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that? Right. Um, um, <clears throat> I think that... Uh, so, you know, what did you want to say? I forgot something. Anyways, the leads were just, like, coming in. And then I, it was there that... Do you know, I do know, in, in startups, eh? In, in, in startups, the marketing okay. team... Maybe this is another thing you can pick up. The marketing team is the beginning of the pipeline of your your revenue pipeline Mm. the marketing team is the beginning so it's such a huge responsibility on you because if you don't bring in the leads for the business to convert you are are 
the business is not in business exactly so you are the, you are the beginning of the pipeline i in given that maybe because i had worked in a, in only large corporates i did not see it like that i never i didn't know that the startup business was going to be different so anybody going into startup you have, you're going in with your a game you're going in as an expert you're going in to go and learn and then you're going in to understand that you are so there's a huge responsibility of revenue on you anyways now um i i maybe after like four two, two or three months of course you know things started dwindling yeah and then i started to realize that this thing i just said i started realizing how much of it is on me so much pressure on me but i didn't actually even understand tactics of performance marketing i didn't understand how to do look alike or to run look alike audience campaigns i didn't understand what to say at the best at what funnel the stage of the funnel what to say at what stage of the funnel what not stage at the other stage of the funnel i didn't understand how to really do remarketing you see all these things and there, there's the theory version of these all these things i'm saying i understood the theory version of it for implementation like there's people. tactics Yeah, there's, there's tactics to the implementation of these things. Tactics. I understand the theory, but then the implementation, the bringing it to life, the strategy, the thinking, I did not know that one. At that point, um, I maybe after four months, I already knew that these people will still fire me because... <laughs> it's not, not looking good. <laughs> it's not looking good. I now started, come on, and they, they're paying me good. I now started looking for mentors in Canada, people that can teach me performance marketing. I was hoping mm. to find somebody who had come from Nigeria like me, you know, like somebody or even at least Africa and someone and then that has, you know, gotten a hand of a, a someone is like really succeeding on this role. The only thing, I guess what I shall look, look, I did not find. The only people I could get mostly, mostly are white, where they like my white mentors. And then um, I realized that even at that point, to be sincere, this performance marketing <laughs> is a skill, not even all white people that they have been doing it here. You have to know learn it. it. You have to know it. So I remember now thinking about it. I spoke to one or two or three people. I would send them the account. I said, can you look at this account? Like, what can I do to to, you know, increase, increase it. What yeah. can I do? And until, anyway, sir, maybe five months into the matter, the owners of the company, then we give them everyone said that we don't want to crash. <laughs> Let's employ somebody else. So <laughs> they now employ somebody else as the head, the court person head of growth, of my, head of growth. Okay. Now that head of growth person, what I have, I was told was that the person was going to train me Mm. But within the first three weeks, the guy, when I said tactics, this is what I'm talking about, tactics. He just did change one or two simple things. The biggest one for me, I don't know if it's marketers that will listen to this, but you know that on Facebook, when you're talking about lookalike advertising, yeah, it's not, the, there's the lookalike advertising where you up, upload data of people who have converted yeah. and Facebook will help you look at that. There is the lookalike where you use Facebook's data. I did not even know that part. That's when I started understanding how to set up conversions and events on Facebook itself, mm. on the Facebook ads. It is the lookalike audience of those conversions. Ha, yeah, if you try, anybody listening to me now, if you try that formula, lookalike audience of people who have converted on Facebook and Facebook has the data. Facebook is true. That means you have set up conversion and events and all of those things on Facebook and you create lookalike audience of those. It will double, double your conversion. It's like, it's like, It's like magic. It is like magic. Wow. That was the first thing. The, when the guy did it, he shocked me. I said, what? Then the other secret that I learned, and I, I keep telling people still today, on Facebook ads, do not run. What, 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 
the way you the way you let's not forget about account structure i'll talk about account structure later but the number of ads per ad group it shouldn't be less than six at any point in time it should at any point in time it shouldn't be less than six anyway sir the guy literally just came and just deployed growth hacking strategies using reviews using videos using um it's in fact one of the things that he even did as far as i'm concerned was not legal i would have never had the mind to do it but he like he claimed like there was some bigger larger company endorsing this my company and the thing is just blue see the way leads were flying in wow anyway me at that point i and i everything he did i learned like you know i'm like you know you know you better take this to heart i learned I was ready, but it looks as if he wasn't ready to teach me. He wasn't ready. I think maybe he, he requested that he wanted somebody else who had experience wanting one thing. Long and short, one faithful day, they called me that I have a meeting. Come to the office. You have a meeting. I went to my bar. Happy meeting, meeting. It was when I got downtown. That's like to near like the office that I realized, ah, who has meeting at 8.30? Past 8. There's something wrong. Before I entered, I just figured out. I, I also realized that there's just some things. I checked who were involved in the meeting. Only me and the guy and the owner of the company. I just right. called my husband and my up. brother and my father and said they fired. I'm sure don't fire me. Long and short, they, that's how I got fired. Oh, but then, like my daddy said, that was the watershed moment for me. <laughs> I never went back. <laughs> oh God, I I I am so as in I would. <laughs> let's just oh. say I never. I just say I never went back because of that. You know how I say I looked for people I didn't find. I started on my own digital market, a, a network of Nigerians. And now it has grown to more immigrants because I have Indians, I have Asians in that group now who are marketers, who who are who were market doing marketing in their country. Now they've come to Nigeria to come to Canada and they've seen that this marketing is different here. And then I'm like setting them up. I'm like letting them know all the things they need as they're applying for interviews, how to set up their skills, skills to get, how to set up their res, 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 resumes, how to prepare for interviews. I help. I. I even if you, if you get on the job, when you get a job, I'm, I even help you. I can help. I help them set up their, you know, that the setting up of the accounts, telling them about yeah. your like audience, showing them how to the do all those things. I help them. That. Yes, like I help them do. It, put it in perspective for them. Everything I did not have because every time I think about it, that old that company I got fired from. If I just had somebody to give me three weeks of their time, yeah, that was an expert like me right now, and then actually help me set up all those accounts, it would, the story would have been different. Anyways, yeah. Um, wow. And then, yeah. So that's what I do now. That's how I was able to. But now, just I, I, and then from there, luckily for me, I got another. I'm a hustler. And to story for another day, I won't tell you how I got the. Maybe if you, I don't know. I don't know if this is the right platform, but I mean, I was so burned that I was like, Zeno, you're better than this. And then I, I invested in myself. And I was ready to take a pay cut. I did take a pay cut to get back to where I was. I did take a pay cut. Like, I Don't literally. Oh, yeah, sacrifice. I learned. I Luckily for me, I got another company who. This, this the, the uh, marketing, the, the, um, the head of revenue for that company is just more liberal. I, I don't know how to explain. I'm more accepting. He understood. He just saw that this girl knows her stuff, but she's come from a different environment. I think we can help her. And then luckily, they employed a data person who was also a marketer. And they just said, you know what? Can you train this girl for three months? And then that's how my, that was the story for me. That was it. The things I learned and how, <laughs> how I, even me, the way I evolved, I couldn't believe my eye. And then that's, that's it. And then, 
after I beat the startup life towards the end of last year, they called me from the banking life, larger corporate life, and that's where I am now. <laughs> okay, wow, that's that's such a story. Um, I can relate with a whole lot of it because um, at the beginning it looks like. In fact, when you think that you know stuff and then you just get into some crime and everyone seems to be doing something in a different way and you're just left, yeah. left out and you're just wondering, where did I actually hmm. get it wrong? But hmm. I, I see that at, at that moment, it, it takes a lot of courage to not be defensive, but just yeah. to look at things and like, okay, I need to just get this right. I have no choice yeah. to make this thing work. Yeah. Well, so yeah so the startup life and then the corporate marketing what, what would you say at the major difference you notice i know first you talk about um first they're they're seeing you as the expat and then yes. they're literally depending on you so would you say yeah in the corporate environment things are more decentralized there are a whole lot of a lot a, a lot more people or what, what would you say that's it that? exactly like in the company I'm in now, there's 180 to 200 digital marketers. As wow. like, okay. it's like, <laughs> what did they do? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then that's the. I guess that that's really good to the next point I want to say. We're so yeah. niche, so niche because of that much people and startups. Everything I used to do from strategy mm. to conceptualization of the ads, setting up the accounts it's to generic to reporting to all of those things i will handle everything the whole line of i will handle it i was handling it but here i'm just doing apart from the fact that the, the, the google have agency but apart from the agency i'm the one that i i, I literally am responsible for acquisition only via the public pages and now this one i'm saying i am <laughs> Is it's not only me. There's like maybe five other people, six other people wow. on that same thing. And then, and I'm only in one line of business because in banks there's different lines of business. So there's credits, mm. there's there's credit cards, there's insurance, mm. there is normal accounts, there is you know different lines of business. And I'm only in one of the lines of business. Mm. So it is so niche that, and I, so so honestly, um, I you you are not they are not depending on you. Just know that they're not depending on only you. Apart from the fact that these corporates are already established, I often wonder, I often wonder if I don't do the optimizations on the acquisition pages and current I currently do, I might do, do will leads not still come in? Because this they, they established banks. Mm. Like whether I have a feeling that whether we advertise or not, they will still come. True. It's like we've been here for so long. Is there. There's so much brand equity, so much brand equity. Like you, it's like people. Even before I before I joined that company, I have been saying I want to I want to bank with that company. I want to bank mm, there, okay. and I want to yeah, because just because I feel like it's the cool people that bank there. Because mm. like my my former, I have a friend who banks there, and the kind of the way they, I like their fonts, yeah, whatever. Even I was already like, oh, I definitely want to work here or want to bank here. Wow. They're the biggest in Canada, anyways. But then it's like like it, they would i just don't think that i feel like whether we advertise or not i do my all the things i do or not yeah. i feel like we will still acquire we'll still um um we'll still we'll still acquire mm. and then what uh yes we'll still acquire so i think that the the something i i learned from here is that in, maybe this can be another difference is that in startups their major form of acquisition so huge on paid marketing or like um 
yeah, huge on paid marketing because mm, anyways, they, they, they don't yet marketing. have the brand. Yes, they don't yet have the brand. The brand um yeah. to people don't yet know them so they need to create a lot of increased reach you know awareness and all of that yeah. but here um the part of pay, the, the part of digital marketing more focused on here for acquisition from what i'm saying yeah. is more on is is less on the paid marketing um when i mean paid marketing like performance marketing okay. but it's more on it's more on the optimize it's more on the your current assets how do you use your what was that thing yes owned media yes yeah. thank you this is a good way to build owned media earned yeah. media and paid media yeah. is it, engagement is it le- less focused on paid media as it relates to digital um, i don't know about traditional but as it relates to digital it's less focused on tr- on paid media but more focused on your owned media how do you optimize your own your owned media and your earned media given the fact earned media will cover the brand part but the own media like all your website your social media pages your all those things how do you optimize those for conversion for acquisition that is where the focus on acquisition is do you understand yeah. so the larger corporates the focus on acquisition is on the owned and the also on the own media and the earned media while on the it is on for smaller startups it's mostly the for startups it's mostly the paid media yeah that's that's definitely one thing uh, one of the differences i have noticed um what's the other thing i have here i've talked about the niche part yes and i've talked about how there's a lot of people the positive part about that lot of people is opportunities for mentorship and both both vertical mentorship and horizontal mentorships sometimes even people under you can even mentor you because they've been there because i mean I have access to 200 digital marketers. Yeah, that's a community. Wow. <laughs> that's an ecosystem. That's a community. <laughs> yes, an ecosystem. I can, I literally, what we literally do is actually reach out to each other. Has anybody launched this kind of campaign before? Has anybody done this on Google Optimize? Yes, give me a that's swipe kind of, <laughs> That, and they will literally drop it to you, drop it for you, how, the results, so how they did it, everything beginning to end. So there's so much, there's just that, there's it's mentorship, peer networking, all of those just that's i and i really love that about mm. and where i am whereas in the startup you are most yeah. likely the only marketer maybe you True. and somebody else but you'll be the major experts or yeah, something in everything yeah so but I, what i was wondering does that not bring some ineffectiveness in some way because you have a lot of people and then i mean like you said if you don't do some optimizations there might still be results so how how does it work trying to make sure that everybody still delivers value on the team um so to be sincere i it depends on your boss i guess my boss and i my boss is so digital savvy so you can't play games with her <laughs> right. she will measure with you she mm. wants to know uh, what's the what is the percentage increase mm. now as you now grow, the other thing that I'm now, and that might maybe bring me to the next, to the next topic, okay. to the next point I want to raise, is that you you are going to realize in this large corporate. I don't know whether this is um, particular to only banks. I'm telling you from experience, my own experience. Okay. 50% of your work is going to be your technical job, your digital marketing acquisition, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the other 50% of your work is project management. And you're going to be assessed based on this project management relationship building because you guys are 200 digital marketers that are relating with 
other departments. So the way it works in my company at least is that the marketers, I, I don't own what I'm selling. The product team owns what we're selling, right? Mm-hmm. So the product team will be the one to tell us that this is the campaign we want to launch. This is what we want to do. They'll tell us their goals. Mm-hmm. We have to bring it to life. Do you understand? Yeah. Now, so like I would say almost like the product team. Well, no, they're not doing the strategy for us. That's not it. But anyways, so they tell us what they want to launch and then we have to bring it to life. You so like the product team right now is my internal customer. Is my is my is my um and I have to help them achieve the goal for this whole company. So managing that relationship, meeting, ensuring that they are satisfied for and ensuring that they, they get the exact results that they are looking for is your responsibility. Now, apart from the results at the end of number of acquisitions, there is the part of even in the way you actually deploy the project. Because it's a larger company, there's so many hands involved, so many departments involved, so many regulations involved. So in the the way how was the did you manage it smoothly? Was the communication smoothly? Did it was the communication smooth? Did they understand what their roles were? And do you understand what your own roles were? Did they understand the timelines? Did you explain to them what can happen, what cannot happen? Did you give valid inputs on whether the copy they want to use is 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 best practice? Mm. Did you give valid yeah. input on what they, whether the ad they want to use is best practice or you know like so just stuff like that. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to call it a mixture of project management and relationship building. My boss always uses one nice word. She calls it that you build SME expertise. Wow. That's how she calls it, SME expertise. And so SME in the sense of that is acquisition. You are supposed to be an acquisition expert. Do you yeah. let them position yourself as that and they actually, do you give that advice and actually help them to achieve their goals? So there is, all I'm saying is that there's a whole soft skills, apart from the, I know how the to run core technical skills. I know how to do, what did you say? I said, apart from the core technical skills. Yes, apart from the core technical skills, there's a whole, there's a, I don't know if I call them business skills that are involved because it's the way you portray yourself, the way you communicate these things, the way you help them seamlessly go through the project, the way you give, it, like, it's just like a bunch of other skills and you are actually rated both on this non-technical skills and then the technical skills um, so that's the that's another so in fact to be sincere in my notes the way i put that i said the volume of work because in startups it was only uh brought in ten thousand leads our ROI is five to one but here is like different because i'm handling my technical i'm also handling that this partner and sorry i should mention at every point in time you're like right right now i probably have 11 projects i'm working on huge projects wow. huge campaigns and i'm working on so you have to learn know how to manage all of these partners ensure that nothing is is entering the other delivering your best at mm-hmm. all of them now they, of, of course i'm handing all 10 of them because you have agents i have agencies for everything i have agency for copywriting you have agency that will help you to the deploying of the ads you have agency that will help you for okay. the to build do the changes on the website so you have agent you have i actually do have agencies not like i'm doing everything okay. the implementation but it's the managing of it the preparing days i don't know i call it the strategy to the implementation yeah. part of it more like the leadership it's, but then they hand it over to you but then it's just your partner the product team has said this is what i want to achieve help me achieve it wow amazing yeah yeah so it's is is how definitely how 
have the technical skills, but hmm, have non-technical. Hmm. Very huge. So would you say there's more work to do with working in corporate because there are a lot of big projects going on at the same time? Um, or would I, you say, yeah, or would you say I think that I, I'm, I'm starting before when I started because work had not he shown me better that time. <laughs> I was I was saying that there was not there's not a lot of work after all the agencies handles everything, but I realized that even coming up with the plan itself for the agency to deploy is mm. work. Mm. Because especially the fact that you have a different copy for yeah, and it's a bank, so much regulation. Let's never talk about the fact that it's Canada. So whatever I do for English, I also have to do for French. Mm. And it's is you have if you don't plan yourself so well to, and I've been saying I need to take a project management course because it's like you if you don't plan so well, there's no way you will not mess up. You will miss deadlines, you will not help your people achieve their goals. People you might get into regulatory my husband got <laughs> okay let me not say this here <laughs> um happy birthday to you by the way <laughs> exactly he actually just said so no food for me on my bed <laughs> after this i need to go and okay we're sorry we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah, yeah so thank you thank you for the time yeah so that's it basically there's that that bit of it okay wow um so another interesting perspective i would like to get is so you said there is agency for most most of the things um yeah one thing i was uh, that i see here in nigeria is um companies just get the agency to do everything and so meaning okay just come up with campaign and then run the campaign but oh i find it i i mean th- th- for me this first time i'm getting to see that this corporate actually work with an agency for copywriting for this and that yeah 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 i i'm not sure i really to, i'm not sure to understand the question yeah i mean i'm just passing a comment really that um i see that there's a lot of division of expertise oh yes of, exactly okay yeah. i get what you're saying yes yes there's division of expertise there's like one pro- yes they divide it to be sincere, I wouldn't. I wouldn't lie that. But when I when I was a startup, the one or two agencies I had the opportunity of seeing them work with, the agencies did everything. It's not like there was division. Mm-hmm. I think that for large companies, however, I think there's this division because it's a load of work. It's a load so, of work. So maybe that's so. why they are doing this this niche approach. This niche expert approach, yes. So that you, there's a different agency for SEO different and this one i mean different agency not just one agency i have a maybe like three or four my boss will say pick one you want to work with pick the one you want to work with mm. for this project wow yes great um yes and yeah and then the other thing is two things it's true what you said i think that in nigeria yes and like like even in smaller startups i noticed that they are the ones that will come come up with a strategy maybe i'm just not working with that i'm sure there'll be agencies who come up with a strategy i'm not working with those ones actually right now i only work with agencies who i tell who implement okay although the seo yes anyways let's move on from that so i don't confuse people um the other thing I want to say is also in the relationship. This one is a difference between Nigeria and here. Mm-hmm. I remember that in Nigeria, you literally just tell the agency, go and do this. How dare you not have done this? That the agency, you, you treat the agency like it's a house girl or yeah. something like, you yeah. know. But that's not it here. I've experienced I can, that. You, you cannot be. You, the, you, the agency is as much a part of you. I don't know how to explain it. Mm. 
So even if they mess up, if all of you messed up together, there's no point in hands. There's no, it is your fault, it's your whatever. They don't do that. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I had experience. Yeah, and then, um, yeah okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm listening. Okay, so while running our marketing agency, we work with some company, and yeah, we felt <laughs> treated like the housemaid. Do this, why haven't you done this? Why this that, that, that? Like, we were supposed to have a meeting to plan and understand what your goals are, but you were not available, and then you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can relate. <laughs> yes, yes. I remember the first time I had the opportunity of working with an agency, which is at the last startup I worked, not the one I got fired from, the one I said I, I trained. And they were, the agency was leaving, so I could come in. I told them I was coming to take over. But then I had to work with the agency for like one month or two months. The agency actually went to report me to my boss that they cannot work with me. And this is because, number one, I came in with so much I was doing. If I was doing their work for them, I was just launching, launching, launching. By the time they got a check, I've launched. But all the, the other time, I was always calling them out. I was saying, you said you were going to do this and you did not do this. You said you were going to do that and you did not do that. They went to get a report and said that they cannot handle me. That's when I now realized that. The relation and my boss, it, it, it was so important to my boss that they said, Does that mean she does not work well with people? This mm, is and this right, is Canada, right? The way right. you treat people, very important, very important. So, when, as I was coming to this company and I knew that I had agencies, I knew that and I needed to, I was, I was going to, there was no calling out. I'm working with them as me and you are together, we are doing this together, mm. and then so far it has been good. I, you know, you cannot. Yeah, and so I'll just say so far it has been good. So the difference with the way we treat agencies in between in Nigeria and here, very different. Wow. I mean, we thought this was going to be a 15-minute chat, but <laughs> this is almost um, 11 yeah, time. Yeah, wow. So let's just wrap up. I have just yeah, one let's last wrap question. Up. I have yeah. a lot more questions, but let's just take this last one and then we, yeah. we go from there. Um, so what would you say is... is so? I, I see that in some way our culture seeps into our work, right? Um, yeah. So you talked about not really wanting to challenge things and yeah. things like that. So, um, how does so for you moving into um, the, the corporate world, what culture do you think you had to leave working a startup life and then now working in corporate world? Um, definitely the fact that things happen in two days <laughs> time of time to delivery like I literally wake up on Monday and see well, I'm launching this campaign by Wednesday it's fa- Facebook is live Google is live landing pages are live you can't do that here time to delivery <laughs> you have to plan you have to take it didn't take you like two months three months wow. Wow. because there's just so many so because of how large the, pro- the project is going to be there's mm. so many aspects to it there's legal regulatory mm. there's the french part of it there is the there's just so many aspects of to this thing it just cannot just go live like that wow great that you it just it just so i would say it's that one and my boss the other thing too my boss always told me is that you know you need to, yeah this one she always told me you need to calm down things are not going to go as fast as you'd imagine mm. There's, def- there's that one. Then the second one is that I have had to let go of. And to be sincere, I'm happy about that one. I felt so responsible for revenue before. But right now, I don't feel that responsible for revenue. Wow. So, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for this time. Last question. Would you rather work in a startup or keep working in the corporate? I'm, I'm, so, 
if I were single and still young, I might have, I would still do startup. But honestly, at this stage of my life, I can't be kidding myself. I will, I'm happy in this, in the, in the, um, in the corporate, in the large company, because one huge thing, huge, it was such a huge defining factor in me deciding to be here, is the job safety in the startup. Anything can happen. You get fired. You just make. They might just say revenue has stopped coming. We stop selling this type of thing. We want to go only to offline. They just anything can just happen, and then they, you get fired. You are just never safe. Every month I did not hit targets. My heart, I'll just be like Jesus. I've my own as finish. You know the decisions are based on two or three three owners of a company, and they will just say they're firing you. But the job safety guaranteed. You whether it is that you get promoted or you don't get promoted, they will not fire you. You and most likely you will grow. In, in this my current company, most of even people in my team, 15 years, they've been in their 15 years. They wow. started their career in 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 my bank. 15 years, 20 years, 13 years, and that's how they've been moving. Yes, very, very, still very much happy moving from one department. There's the person, one of the top, one of the senior managers in my department. Mm. He literally just, he had done marketing for a while in RBC. He was tired and then he, he left. And I, sorry, he didn't leave. He, he, he just told this, he just told his boss that he just needed a different, mm. I think he just said he just needed some different thing. And then he was able to get into another area of banking not related to marketing at all mm. just to eat and he was still doing the same company and when he was done with that he came back to marketing wow. so it's like yeah there's no there's just it's just happy safety no stress nothing there's stress of course you will work but in terms of job safety i'm not yeah. i'm not sure i wonder where my i'm going to get salary from maybe unless one kind of recession hits <laughs> all right thank you so much my my Hope is more startups get to attain this um height that they can have they can provide all of these things for people who spend the time. Yeah. Um thank you so much. This was a very interesting chat. I have to listen myself and take note. My my note is full here yeah, myself. <laughs> so um well, I think we're gonna have a performance masterclass at the time. We'll probably have to get to it soon soon. Yeah, sure, but, no problem. Yeah, thank you so much once again. I appreciate the time, even for all the sacrifice. Thank you so much. So thank you guys for listening. Please share. Let folks really get to learn and see how these things run. All right. See you guys all on right. the next podcast. Thank you Bye. so much, you know, once thank again. You. Bye. Bye.